Oh yeah. Nature boy coming at you. That's a macho man. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to Grab Us the Apples, the podcast where we talk about everything from professional wrestling to who's going to win the World Series this year. Who? The Yankees. Easy. You got your money on the Yankees? Well, we got to win the wild card tomorrow, but... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, they might. You know what? I'm pulling for the Yankees. I'll pull for the Yankees. I'm pulling for um, the Rangers? They're not in it this year. That's not the right... That's not the right team? No. They're not in it this year. Is that the... Okay. The Texas Rangers do exist. I know. I, I, I wasn't sure. I was pretty sure that they were. I was talking about the New York Rangers, but anyway, that's a hockey team. Are you going to give a prediction, Matt? Uh, I predict that I'm very sick this week, and I may die at the end of the weekend. Sounds good. So as usual, you're listening to us here on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples2Apples. That's Grapples and number two apples, or you might be listening to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play. What's it? Google Play Music, right? Play Music. There you go. Got to pay the subscriptions. <laughs> That's right. As usual, I am one of your hosts, Mr. Will The Thrill, accompanied by... The best host in the world, Shades. And... Your boy, Maddie Bizzle. Double Z, double E. So this week we got a lot to talk about. We have a pretty good Raw featuring a, you know a lot of big things and a lot of small things. We got a... Less than great SmackDown. We got some big WWE news, some non-WWE news. We got some results from Death Before Dishonor. We have some results from New Japan Pro Wrestling Fighting Spirit Unleashed. We just got so much to talk about. Let's get into it, man. Ring that bell. Okay, so let's uh, jump right into Raw. Raw opens up. Dean Ambrose in the ring doing his typical Dean Ambrose flexing the whole muscles and doing his wacky lunatic type thing. Baron Corbin comes out. He's like, go, uh... You got three options tonight. <laughs> and uh, before we, we get into his options, I don't I don't like the whole world's largest substitute teacher joke. I think it's... Yeah, didn't we do that twice already? Yeah. New jokes, come New on. New jokes, come on. New jokes. We started with the, the Friday's waiter, substitute teacher. Substitute else. teacher again? Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Keep it fresh. Right. So he goes, hey, Dean, you have three options. Option number one. You can face Seth tonight for the IC title. Intriguing match. Or you can face the big dog for the universal title. Ooh. Ooh that's Very scary. intriguing match. Option number three. Face Braun Strowman. So he dangles championships, brotherhood, friendship, or getting beaten down by the monster among the men. <laughs> In my eyes... Yo, Roman, you and I, we gotta go, man. Right? That's, that we, that's a no-brainer. Like, yo, go. you're my mans, and I'm your mans, but that's my belt right now. So, uh, Dean Ambrose... He goes for a... Option D. He's like... Secret option number four. You, me, right now, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Baron Cole's like, whoa, whoa, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished uh, ironing this sweater vest here thing. <laughs> it's not a sweater, it's a regular vest. You're facing Braun Strowman. So Braun comes out and um, he wins by uh, Strowman wins by DQ. Well, uh, hold on before we even get to that. If if Baron Corbin's whole thing is to like destroy the Shield, mm. why would he put him up against Strowman? The whole point of giving Dean those two options was to see if Dean would pick one of those two options. So then why not go? You know what? How about triple threat match and all the titles are on the line? Or a handicap match? With or yeah, something. See, see, okay, so 
<clears throat> what does that make if, more sense? If they put him in a triple threat match, all titles on the line, one of the Shield members are losing their belt. Exactly. Unless or they all step outside the ring and get rubbed. Now, from <laughs> a Vince McMahon perspective, we don't want this. But if you're I'm a kayfabe, if you're Baron Corbin, isn't that what you want, though? Right. You would, that would be the ultimate division of what you call Right. The, so uh, why would you? Of the Shield okay, going fine. I'll pick for you, Strowman. That. As soon as he picked Strowman, I was like, that don't make no sense. Like, at least do, like, you're facing Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre. Yeah, I'm like, that's counterproductive to your your agenda here, but whatever. What do I know? Anyway, proceed. Strowman wins via DQ, because uh, his shield brethren come out and uh, Roman Reigns comes out. And then... No, yeah, but Seth Rollins comes out later. Yeah, well, they, they kind of tried to make it that little divide thing between them later. And I guess Dean Ambrose isn't as big as Roman Reigns, then. Because just to... <laughs> Are we still doing the size thing? Listen, if they can run jokes, we can run jokes like four weeks ago on our show. Roman's not as big as him, but whatever. Oh my god. Uh, can we please not? So Corbin immediately makes a match. Roman Reigns versus uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler. I was going to call him... Is that Drew. you or is that Russell? Shh. We're recording a podcast. God. So Matty Bizzle, double Z, double E, stated earlier that he's sick. I'm dying, guys. But we don't know if it's... His breathing or Russell, who's a bulldog's breathing. So, <laughs> oh, is that you what it let was? us let us know in the comments? What do you think? And we'll tell you if you're right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dolph and Roman had a decent match. Yeah, yeah. I, there was times I thought uh, Dolph was actually going to win this. Uh, didn't obviously because no one beats Roman Reigns. Um, Silly wins with the spear. Roman wins lols. Yeah, that's it. Uh, next we have you know Bella's Ronda come out. Um, what was interesting about them coming out was because they come out together. Mm-hmm. Half of the, the fans were cheering for Nikki and the other half were booing for Brie. <laughs> and you could hear it. You could hear the divide. You could hear the, yeah, boo! I was like, oh. Harsh. <laughs> we don't forget. I mean, um, no one forgot about Brie Bella. Nah. Um, She's just suicide diving her career right now. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that her, was beautiful. That was her career's beautiful. going down just like her suicide dive. <laughs> well done, sir. Like a well like, done. like a real bad frame drop. This is like well Ronda Rousey's what third or fourth, third singles match on, the, on, on yeah, uh, her third singles match in general. It's, it's better than half the roster. For, so. Maybe her fourth singles match. I want, uh, something like that. Either way. <clears throat> um, and they put her in a uh, in a match with a very good uh, ring technician, Ruby Riot. Um, or as you like to state every time we speak about Ruby Riot, Heidi Lovelace, as she was That's known on the right. Scene. That's right. Um, Heidi Lovelace, baby. Oh, okay. Well, I'm no. sorry. Indian Ruby news. Riot got a lot of offense. She did. She did. She, she looked pretty strong going against Ronda, mm-hmm. which is all right. Um, Ronda's selling and her face getting a lot better. Mm-hmm. She's still, you know, very green in the ring. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, um, there was one. I, I, I'm not usually impressed with Ronda Rousey, but there's a. One spot where she picked um, Ruby up in the gut wrench, mm-hmm. and she kind of like slipped but fell back, mm-hmm. and just held her up. I was like, well, mm-hmm. Jesus, Ronda Rousey's oh, she's strong. freakishly strong. She's strong. That, she that is strong. strong, strong. She lives. But um, of course, Ruby Wright loses because Ronda Rousey. But you know what? But it was a good, it a was very, a good showing. Very good showing. Mm-hmm. It was a good showing. And like, so this is the first hour was these three matches. Yeah, you know, we just got small promo and then match, 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 and you know you can't really like for guys who complain about Raw all the time and like for people who are at least and really myself who are I want more wrestling and less promo nonsense. 
I can't complain when Raw gives me three matches that take up the first hour of Raw. Three good matches. Yeah, the three, and they were mm-hmm. all three solid good matches. And we have Roman Reigns and Ronda Rousey in the first hour. Yeah. So it's just like... Very heavy front-loaded. Very fast-paced, heavy, mm-hmm. like, wrestling-oriented first hour. Yeah, yeah. And, and Raw hasn't been like that in a very long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was nice to see. It was really nice. Uh, it was enjoyable. Uh, and then they, uh, you know... The, and the second they're, hour. They're going 60 right mm-hmm. now. They're, they're speeding up, speeding up. And they slam on the brakes, <laughs> giving us Bobby Roode versus Connor. <laughs> Ooh. Um... I told you about this last night. We were speaking. I, I don't care for this anymore. Um, Bobby Roode, heel turn is inevitable with Chad Gable, hopefully. But Connor going over Bobby Roode was a surprise for me. Uh, very big um, very big win for Connor. Second, I, I like Chad Gable's uh, new hoodie. Like the gold Gable mm-hmm. to fit in with the glories thing. Yeah. I ain't gonna front. I was like, oh, it looks nice. I like it. It's yeah. Cool. Except whenever he's in the, like, doing their backstage segment thing, he seems like it's like bring your your child to work day. And Bobby was the dad, and Chad Gable's like glorious, yeah, dad. Bro, it's, Bobby it's so cannot look like in his face. It just looks like he's out of TNA for this. How did I get here? Bring <laughs> back to NXT. How did I get here? But Connor wins again, two yeah, weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe they really are resurrecting the ascension. Don't don't uh, count on it there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, again. Another another break in the second hour. The second hour was pretty rough. Yeah. We had uh, the B team versus the revival, and I don't know why, but B team goes over in one of their fluky wins as they as do. as they usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do like, AOP comes out and throws the B team. I guess the B is beating. They <laughs> <laughs> beat them down. Um, yeah, but, now, but what are we doing now? Like, I like that they're showing that they have more tag teams, mm-hmm. but what are they doing? Well, because the tag team titles are locked up in the main event scene right now, nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Uh, This is just an inevitable, like, AOP title run for them. But are we doing AOP versus B-team? AOP versus Revival? Are we going to do a three-way Revival, B-team, AOP, and Raw next week? Like, what? I just don't get what the point of this is. Just brainstorming. I, I, they I can... don't know if it's, I, What I think they're doing is I think they're just building AOP as... The monsters that they're supposed to be. That they should have been doing months ago? Before they even came from NXT. Yeah. Um, my thing, I don't like Drake Maverick. I don't like Drake Ma- Maverick with them. Um, I know that Paul Ellering was with them in, in NXT. Mm-hmm. And you know he was the leader. Uh, he was the, the manager for um, the Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked him better. He fit a lot better than um, than Drake Maverick does. And oh, I agree. Especially because like Drake Maverick play, plays like a face GM on Two Hundred Five Live, mm-hmm. but then he's like some super serious jerk. He's like a jerk. Yeah, yeah, he's like a jerk. Yeah, he's like always oh, serious. No, I'm like, what? Go away. Um, at least he was wearing a suit this time and not wearing his you know AOP cosplay. <laughs> Damn. What do you mean? That? You mean their Shield cosplay? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, we had uh, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Seth Rollins. Good match. Probably the best match of the night. I mean, on a, ma- on a night where we had three good matches to start the night, you throw this one in there too, it's kind of hard to say which is a, the match of the night. Um, but I can watch that Claymore kick all day, every day. I love Drew McIntyre. How can you not? Um, the Irish, what was it? The Scottish Psychopath? Mm-hmm. I don't like that nickname. What? I, I just, it sounds corny. Okay. 
like the lunatic fringe. You know what's funny? I think it sounds corny because it comes out of WWE's mouth. Because it comes out of Michael Cole's mouth. Mm. I think if we're watching like New Japan or Ring of Honor or just some regular random indie Indies. thing, and he's like his branding is the Scottish psychopath, yeah, I think we'd be like, that's They'd probably cool. be able to run with it better, too. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, like think of Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Ciampa was psycho killer. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my god, that's so cool. He's psycho killer. Imagine imagine Michael Cole, the psycho killer, Ciampa. He'd be like, oh my god, that sounds so lame. Yeah. <laughs> but Michael Cole has, he could just turn anything into like a super corny dad joke. God damn it, Michael. Get off the commentary table. Dang it, Michael! <laughs> uh, so, uh, Drew hits the Claymore kick. After, After interference. Some um, shenanigans interference by uh, Zigzag. There's so many D's in this. What you call it? It's so hard to That's why I get tripped up every week. Dolph Ziggler comes Mm -hmm. out, basically runs in so Seth can try to curb stomp him instead, slides back out, and boom, we have the Claymore kick. Well, this is also after the backstage segment where Braun Strowman kind of um, alluded, not alluded, he implied that Dolph was the weak link of the group. Mm-hmm. Right. So then Dolph was the first one to come out and interfere in the match and, you know, try to ensure victory for the group. And because yeah, um, he stated that losing is not an option right now. Right. And he lost the opening match. Not opening match. Well, he won the opening match. Braun. What? I'm talking yeah. about Ziggler. Ziggler lost against Roman. Yeah. So this is why Braun... But that wasn't the opening match. And that's why, that's why I corrected myself. I said, wow. opening match. But anyway... Anyway, yeah, and it was also after the little promo with Rollins and Ambrose in the back. Oh, that's right, Matt. Thank you for bringing that up. I completely forgot. Mm-hmm. There was two separate times where Dean uh, said to, and separately to mm-hmm. Seth and to Roman, he's like, you know, if I wasn't a nicer guy... I'd be the IC champion right now. Right. Or, you know, I'd be the universal champion right now. I missed the one with Roman. So uh, the same thing. Yeah. It was essentially the no. same thing. Okay. Because like, he was all, like, <clears throat> backstage all huffing and puffing, mm-hmm. and Roman comes up to him and he's like... Um, He's like, hey, are you okay? Like, like yeah, I can't yeah. tell if you're being serious or if you're being sarcastic. And he's not answering him. He's like, hey, are you like, yo, Dean, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Dean, what's up? What's going on? And he's starting to get like a little frustrated that Dean's not answering him. Right. And then so he turns around and he basically essentially says, you know, it's like I would be the champ right now. Yeah, you know, it's funny if I was a nicer guy. Something along those lines, basically. Like, right. If things were different, he'd be the he might be the universal champion right now. I think he said he would be. Mm-mm. To Seth, he said I would be. To Roman, he said I might be. Mm. I. I catch nuance. Nuance is very important. Interesting. Very important. Well, because then. WWE would not ever let anyone say that to Roman. Not <coughs> Well, I mean... Pecking order, boys. The last time these guys fought, you know, as, as singles competitors, Seth beat Roman for the WWE Championship, and then Dean, and then cashed, Dean in. cashed in and beat Seth. So... That was the last pay-per-view I didn't watch. Dun, 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 dun. So... Dean may be right. You may be right. You may be right. Now, um, this next segment is usually a good one for us. This week, it was... I loved it. It was good for different reasons. It was it golden. Wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't golden because of the guys involved. Right. Um, in, in my opinion, like, their first week, their second week was gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, this week was Elias and Kevin Owens doing their performance. And... Um, it broke down quickly. Very quickly. Let's just say you don't want to mention the Supersonics leaving or <laughs> Oklahoma City so, in Seattle. Oh man! So the word exact what was the exact word that Elias said? He said something like, um, 
Like, I think he's just saying that, like, Seattle's so lame that that's why their basketball team left. Yeah. Right, so right, right. No one likes being here. That's why your basketball team left. And forget it. They booed them for, like, the ten minutes straight. The birds were out in full effect. It went from, like, like, like just regular heel heat to, like, legit. legit. I, I, I thought they were going to riot. I'm talking to a man. I'm like, yo, they may get, like... This is like old school, like free birds and four horse, uh, four horsemen heat. Where like people were getting threatened to get stabbed over this stuff. They kept getting, they kept feeding into it too throughout the promo, which is what I love. Yeah, you know, but the problem was is that the boos were so loud at some point that like, they were no like, one just kept up the mic. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, turn my mic up. These people need to hear what I have to say. And eventually, and, he was like, turn the lights off. Don't let them show on, no, on they, TV. So I mentioned that. So they 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 dim the lights. And they, they like raise the, the lights a little bit right, right. with their dimmer. And I mentioned like, this to Jeremy. I don't know if I mentioned it to both of you guys. But I was like, you know, I wonder if they raise the lights a little bit just so that the cameras can catch the fan reactions or out of safety concerns. Mm-hmm. Because those boos were vicious, mm-hmm. man. Like, I think Vince was like, yo, turn those lights on to see. We can see. So we can see if anybody's jumping the guardrail or something. That's what, that's what, that was my first thought. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, are they raising the lights for, for safety? I, that It's very possible. Because... I, like I told you last night, I was like, man, I've been watching wrestling for 28 years, and I have never, ever heard booze for like 10 straight minutes. Brian Alvarez from um, the wrestling, from uh, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, apparently he was there, and he tweeted that he's never in his life seen or experienced anything like that at a WWE show. Like, I, I've never seen heat like that before. It was wild. It was, I think they said it went on for six minutes straight. Just booing. Just booze. Six minutes. It may not seem like a lot. Felt like... But did you realize how long six minutes of like was longer, man. is? Yeah. That's a long time. It's usually like boo... For like a minute. Like ten seconds. Fades away. Maybe, a minute, maybe. maybe. Like half a minute or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It dies down. Six minutes, bro. Bro, but any time they opened their mouth, it was just raining and down. And so that's the problem. Is, okay, so I feel like this kind of shows one of the issues with WWE... And they're like strict scripting stuff. Mm-hmm. If this was John Cena, who has carte blanche in the, on the, with the microphone in the ring, I feel like he could have turned this around to service whatever program they're doing. But because these guys have to follow their script, you have Elias and Kevin Owens and poor Leo Rush. Three of them are doing everything they can well, late, when, to when, deliver their lines. But I mean, Leo Rush came after the fact, and so like the crowd was dead. But. You couldn't. Elias and Kevin Owens were like. If you ask the fans of Seattle what they were saying, they had no idea. Mm-hmm. The whole everything that they were saying just fell on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they had more freedom, they could have found a way to, to work it into whatever angle that they're working. So even when Leo Rush came out, the fans are too busy just like getting over the booze that they didn't hit. Them. Ask them what Leo Rush said; they probably have no idea either. I mean that that brings me to the next. You know they're they're doing the segment Leo Rush the music hits. He comes out and like the the, the crowd just dies. Mm. It's just like no sound, no pop, no boo, no nothing. It's a small smattering of, of like yeah, yeah. But it was Leo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> and Leo rushes just he's cutting his promo, and you hear Corey Graves on commentary go, "If you close your eyes." Leo Rush sounds like Meatwad from uh, Aqua Team Hunger Force. And I lost it. I was like, no, don't do this to Leo. No. Oh, my. And it's it's so funny. 
it's so funny. It's true. Any like, anyone listening, if you've never watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force, mm. if you have no idea what we're talking about, find just, a bridge, just jump go on YouTube, just type in Meatwad Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Any clip will do. Listen to Meatwad's voice, and then go back to Leo Rush, and it's unfortunately so true. It's so true. If you haven't listened to Aquatine, watched Aquatine Hunger Force, you have to sit down and watch that show. Oh, for sure. That show's classic. It's hilarious. Like, my favorite episode is when he becomes, like, the when they take this brain out to... Oh, yeah, yeah, For the balloon. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Carl's the best. <laughs> Do what Our next-door neighbor. He was, Do, like, the first Kenny. Do what now? Oof. Um, I, don't, I don't even remember who won or lost this match. Um, I was so distracted with the crowd reaction. Yeah. And and what was important for me was after the match. Uh Elias and, and Kevin Owens are beating down um are beating down uh, Bobby Lashley and I'm like here comes John Cena. Here comes John Cena and not a wah 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 woo in the house. Wah <laughs> <laughs> Um I guess he's already in Australia. <laughs> I think he was still in China, actually. Okay, I mean, yeah. so I think I saw on Twitter he was still in China, right there. Yeah. Um, moving on, we have Bailey versus uh, Alicia Fox with their mixed tag team team challenge. Yes, partners. Yeah, in their corner. That was a lot. I swear. That's a lot. I swear. <laughs> before this Oof. tournament thingy is over, I will get the name <laughs> down. How many more weeks we got for that? Who? Knows I have no idea. <laughs> they're they're still in their first round. That I know. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. Which is it? They're doing like a round robin thing this year instead of doing like a single elimination like they did last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're doing like a round robin. I have no idea. Uh, Bailey beat uh, Alicia Fox in pretty much the same exact match that Finn Balor and Tinder had. Just flip genitals. Yeah. You could just say genders. Sure, <laughs> so uh, the main event segment of the night with Shawn Michaels comes out and he's a, he cuts a promo um, pretty much just saying you know I don't know why Undertaker's so mad that I picked Triple H he's my best friend I'll always be my, my, my best friend over anybody mm-hmm. uh, any, you know, on, any, on any given day and twice on Sunday I'll always pick my best friend and I was just like okay we got it thanks yeah. <laughs> and then Kane's music hits mm-hmm. And Kane's behind him. And, like, Kane coming out didn't surprise me. Saw that coming. He had to show up. He's the only one we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Kane comes out. With his mask on. Everything. With, the, with the, you know, the whole, you know. Kane get up. This whole regalia. And it was then, the newer stuff, right? It wasn't, again? it wasn't the newer stuff. It wasn't his OG. No, no. no. It's, in, it's in his he current. doesn't fit in his OG costume anymore. Let me get a new one. No, his, his best one was when he had the, the tank top. Oh, with the fire? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty dope. That was dope. With the black mask. Oh, man. Anyway. That was pretty cool. So, Shawn Michaels turns around. He gives him the Kane uppercut. And then the Taker Gong hits. Then the both of them are in there, and they start beating up on on Shawnee Sean Sean. Taker's gonna put Sean in the tombstone, and then uh, Triple H's music hits. And he's got his suit on. He's taking his tie off. He's Trip running down the ring. His tie was off, buttoned out like it was unbuttoned. Collar popped like he's giving <laughs> lap dances to Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and runs down. And before we go further, I'm sitting here like. They're gonna close the show with Shawn Michaels. Fine. Yeah, yeah, same thing. I said the same thing to you too. Fine. Kane comes out. Man, makes sense. Fine, whatever. Undertaker, some music hits. And I was like, <gasps> right? Oh man. I, I was like, here we go. I don't know what about this setup last night 
did it for me, but mm-hmm. on any of these other nights that they've done this, we've always kind of just been like, all right, wow. cool, whatever. Like, Takers come out, whatever. Trips, whatever. Shawn Michaels, whatever. Kane, whatever. But for some reason, when you, had, when you already had Shawn and Kane in the ring, and then the gong hits, oh, oh, baby. And then Triple H music, oh, oh, we. And then we're having, like, they're squaring off, double choke slams. By the end of it, I was like, I, I, was, was, I was fully into it. I was 90s pre-shades Jeremy just... <laughs> Loving wrestling. Yeah. I, man, nostalgia. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, DX was a brother of destruction. Like, it, it made no sense for me to be this excited for what it was. And yet I was excited for what it was. I, I left Raw like, oh, that was great. Yeah. I went in like, oh <laughs> god, like, the first hour was good. They're going to close this with that. And I was like, man, they closed Raw pretty good this week. Like, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this Now, one. I wonder, is it because, like, we had that great first hour, we had the booing that went on for eight years, maybe, like, we were just, like, amped and ready for something, and then they just... Delivered? A little morsel, and then we took mm. it, and that's, like, a grand meal. I have no idea. I don't know. But for whatever reason, I walked out of this thinking, this is the best Raw I've seen in a while. See, but the problem is, I don't really... I'm not invested in their match at the Super Showdown. Neither am I. But, like... But that was fun. But having my reaction yesterday would be, wow, this guy, he's invested. Yeah. See, I hope WWE never hears this, because I don't want them to know that I like that segment. Because then that sets a bad precedent. Stop doing this. You're going to keep doing it. Shawn Michaels and Undertaker every week. And that's why they do stuff like this. Because you have, like, you know, nerds like us who complain... About the product and the super, the, the the part-timers and the old-timers and, oh, he can barely move and they're doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then we're sitting there for these guys and they get in the ring and we're sitting here like, ah, that is what's going I mean... Hunter, if you're watching this, I, tweet at us. If, if WWE <laughs> is listening, um, thank you, first of all. <laughs> I don't care what William says. We live in Brooklyn, New York. No question. If you want to send us tickets to anything, that'd be great. Or you want to sponsor us, that'd be even better. This passed my mind the other day. But then we can't talk about outside of the WWE stuff, and then, like... Give us carte blanche to do whatever we want. That's not gonna happen. So. Anyway. I was thinking about this. Do you think they let Hunter run his own stuff as a phone to let... As opposed to, like, let Vince, you know, structure... I, I think they have an idea. Mm-hmm. I think that could, the idea is... I mean, Triple H is a part of, like... Of that, yes. All of everything. Yeah, but, but so, Vince still has the control, creative which, control yeah, over course, the main 100%. part. But I feel like they, they already know what the plan is, and so I think Vince trusts Triple H to be like, He's just you like, you're going to be up there with these three guys, figure whatever you guys want to do. I feel like with those four especially, like these are four guys who Vince would never say an unkind word to any of the four of them. Mm-hmm. They've earned Vince's respect and trust. So I think if Vince and these four get in a room together and they talk, all right, Vince, what do you want to do? Because they all respect Vince. They're going to be, Vince, what do you want us to do tonight? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking this, and then they, they snowball, and they, they, they brainstorm, they come up with an idea mm-hmm. that works with all four of them, and they go, okay. Go and do it. Hmm. As opposed to the rest of the roster, he would just Vince just hands out directions. Right. Know? Or Vince hands down, the producers hand down directions that were to handed that. down by Vince. Right. Yeah. So that was that. So yeah, really good Raw. I mean, I don't know, really good, but it was a good Raw. It was, it was a good was, Raw. It was probably, probably the best the Raw we've gotten in like eight weeks. Best, yeah. At least. Uh, best Raw we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Most, it's the most I've enjoyed watching Raw in a really long time. Yep. Absolutely. So, a good uh, way to go home for uh, the Super Showdown. And they, uh, just to get back on the shield real quick, um, I think they were, I don't know, do you guys think they're leading into an uh, actual shield dysfunction with Dean? Like a breakup? Yeah. They're hinting towards the heel turn, which makes me think it's not going to happen. Because mm-hmm. WWE doesn't like to be that obvious until like two weeks ahead of time. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. we want it too bad, and yeah. they don't give us what we want. Exactly. And the other thing is, they also announced, um, or not that they announced, but Baron said, "Roman, you're not allowed to defend this title until oh yeah, Crown which Jewel." Is annoying to me. Yes, because it's like why. Well, to be honest, Crown Jewel is the next pay per view, the next male pay per view after Super Showdown. And it's in November. It's yeah, November. It's November. Like November. November. Yeah. Yeah, it's Super Showdown, Evolution, Crown mm-hmm. Jewel. Yeah, but what I'm but like, so we complained that the WWE, the Universal title was never on Raw, it was never competed, blah blah blah, and now he can't defend it until the next pay per view. It's it's literally next month. It's a month. I, I'm not complaining. It's not like Roman Reigns is going off to make a crappy WWE movie. No, I agree. I just don't like the idea of, of like the GM we just came title. back yeah. from a title that's never being defended, and then telling the champion that he's not allowed to defend it. Like, come on, because like, he was going to defend it tonight or something. He defended right? it last month. Well, because the plan he's was six man tag this month. Yeah. I mean, he's at least at least the title is on the show. That's what yes. we were complaining about. I guess because when so the the two matches that were set. For um, Rollins and Roman, respectively, uh, initially Roman made it a universal title match. Like the referee, right. you know, held, like, held the up title and, and everything. Was like, you can't and then do Baron that. came out and he was like, no, 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 I make the matches. How, how fast do you think he's getting fired from, quote unquote, fired from Stephanie? Well, I think Kurt just got back in the ring to train. Oh, okay. So I think they're gonna ha- it's going to end up in ha- them having a match for a Survivor Series or something. For, Makes Probably sense. Yeah. makes sense. Yeah, um, I can see that. Survivor Series, him versus Corbin for, for the GM spot, whatever. Or they have their tag teams, they, their teams, and they fight in their teams or something. No, they'll probably probably would be like they'll be they'll bring on my XCWW doing this. Kurt's gonna come back. They're gonna share the position for a little bit, and they're gonna fight over who to put on Team Raw like for Bishop Survivor and Series, Stumpled. and then they'll have a match at Survivor Series to decide who's gonna be the GM of Raw. Yeah. If this is not if that's not the way it works out, I'll be surprised. I guess WWE doing that. You should be the GM of Raw. I should be. Anyway, Shawn Michaels and Undertaker every week. That was a great. That was a really good Raw. Now let's move over to a, a SmackDown Live, which a little disappointing in my opinion. This was a. It was it was it was a. It was a bit of a dud. Media mediocre. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit it of a dud. Pretty me, pretty mediocre. Um, you weren't gonna say like Becky Lynch. Mediocre. We pick up. SmackDown this week, where SmackDown last week left off, where Paige is addressing Samoa Joe for his actions, going to AJ's house, and um, she basically threatens to fire him. AJ's like, no, don't do it. I'm not going to do the accident. I'm not going to do the accident. Um, But he essentially tells her not to. Whatever. On to the next one. Um, Then we had a mixed match, a mixed tag match, excuse me. Between Andrade Cien Almas and Selena Vega versus the Fabulous Truth, which is um, Carmella and Our Truth. Entertaining match. Um, they gave it time. They gave it time. It was half serious, half jokey. You had posing. You had gesturing. It was. I can't really complain, and I like the ending because we had um, so Carmella was trash talking towards Almas, who was outside the ring. And Vega bounces her off the ropes, tries to like do the um, the the roll up kind of thing, but Carmella reverses it, tries to go for a kick. Vega reverses it into a like a pinning bridge, which then Carmella very smoothly transitions into um, that submission move that she does, and I forget what the name of it is, and it's frustrating me. But that move that she does, where she has the um, her opponent 
like wedged like in her her knee mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. and so she taps it that and it was it's pretty good um after that we have a backstage segment with Ty Dillinger uh he sees uh, Paige backstage and he goes I want Randy Orton and she basically was kind of dog and tie she was like, like yeah look what he did to John uh, to Jeff Hardy she, well, she goes do you, when was the last time you saw Jeff since what happened huh have you seen Jeff? Because no one's seen Jeff here for a while. Because of all the blah, blah. And I don't like that she was kind of implying that like, Ty Dillinger's just not on Randy's level. Mm. Um, but He's really not. He's not, but you, I don't know. I feel like you don't want to see that. In my opinion, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see two guys who are both in the mid-card, essentially. And we're blatantly saying, hey, Ty Dillinger, you know how you're not on TV, like, ever? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to put you on TV and then disrespect you while you're on TV. I don't like that. Build superstars. Don't Tear bring them down. Yeah. But whatever. So she reluctantly obliges. She goes, fine. You'll have your match later tonight. Um, the next segment, the New Day comes out for like a cooking segment where they have all their ingredients and Biggie's going to show them the recipe that his grandmother taught him to make the pancakes and some other whatever. And the bar comes out. They talk. They brawl. Um, well, you... You uh, interrupted, uh, well, the bar interrupted us finally hearing Bootiesworth's uh, actual voice. Oh, yeah. haven't heard him speak yet. True, true, so true. So, like, he's going to tell us his, uh, his um, the recipe, and then the bar comes out. And how do two men beat up three men? Well, remember, they blinded Kofi with the... Pancakes? The pancake, flour, the dry pancake. Flour. Yeah, the, the flour. Pancake flour. So. But still, I mean, you had the advantage. Oh, I don't know. And booty's worth. What are you sitting there doing? Then? That could be a it's four. Booty's worth. He ain't doing booties. Come on. He ain't doing booty. Like, yo. What are you supposed to do? Bro, he had, he had that bowl in his hand. He could to pop somebody in the head and nothing. Nah, oh, he got all that pancake stuff so going then, on in there. So it's worthless. So after the bar dispatches of uh, the New Day, booty's worth is left standing in the ring, just holding the, the bowl that has the pancake mix. The batter, and then the bar come over. They they take they, they put him center stage. They they take his hat. They put the pancake batter and pour it into the hat. Then put the hat back on his head. A la an eighties bully. Correct. I mentioned, boy, is he lucky he has short hair? Because if he had long and or curly hair, like your three hosts here or two and a half hosts, because Matt's hair is still pretty short. Hey, it's not that short. It's, it's pretty, still short. It's relatively nice. Nice size. Bro, do you want it? Do you want me to pull how long my hair is? You don't want to Listen, see I'm sorry is. I didn't grow it out for ten years. All right, good boy. Um, my hair's at the middle of my back. I think mine too. If I straighten it out, it's probably like a. Uh, yeah, but I cut my hair like three times. My right. hair is reasonable <laughs> size. Anyway, um, reasonable size. The face, you shut it. So, okay, miss. Then no, that's the whole. My hand goes up, my mouth goes shut. I don't do all that. So. After they do the, the whole hat thing, the whole hat gag, they take the rest of the pancake batter and just dump it on his back and on his head. And, um... He's just sitting there. Well, and then he just, you know... You know they, they tell me they get him out of the ring. And then they, uh... Shame it. No, Cesaro grabbed the uh, tag team title. Mm. Covered in flour. <laughs> it's super, like, like dusty. Bro, the way Bootiesworth exits the ring, like, I feel like you could hear the old uh, the music from The Incredible Hulk, the Luferigno. Oh, the, the wah, piano? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so then next we had the Time Dillinger versus Randy Orton match. 
which, so I don't know, I didn't hear the bell, but I assumed the bell rang once they were both in the ring. Because, so Ty Dillinger comes out first, he has the jobber's entrance because Ty Dillinger. Then Randy Orton comes out, and before he can get in the ring, Ty jumps him. They brawl for a little bit in the ring for like a second, and then Ty clotheslines him out of the ring, which is when I thought the bell rang. Yeah. I didn't hear it, mm-hmm. I just assumed. Um, they brawl a little bit more outside the ring. Randy Orton eventually gets the upper hand. And so the, the, the turnbuckle has the giant post, right? And then it has the three, like, metal stems that attach to the turnbuckles themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Randy peels off the, um, the rubber plastic that is on that metal pole that, corrects the po- that connects the post to the turnbuckle. And there's a little, um, a little opening, very thin little, like, metal opening where... If you actually know what that's for, that's what they can tighten it up. They put like a, a metal rod in that yeah, little thing, and, like and that way they just turn it that way. Um, so he, with that space, takes Ty Dillinger's finger, puts it his finger in that slot, and then he proceeds to like bend it backward. We don't see it because he's not actually doing it kayfabe. I mean, in shoot, but kayfabe, he's like breaking Ty's finger. Mm. So well, that happens. The match, I think, just gets called off. I don't, if the bell if the bell never rang then the bell then the match never happened if the bell did ring then it was just a no contest because they never did no DQ yeah. no nothing it was just it was devolved to nothing yeah and then Randy went to the back um, at some point we had a backstage segment with the with Shelton Benjamin nice to see him on TV and the Miz because Shelton Benjamin has a match with Daniel Bryan and the Miz is like yeah you know. You gotta beat Daniel Bryan up and and stuff, he's whatever. Like, he, he's he's basically trying to coach Shelton into beating Bryan so bad that his job is easy on right, on, of course. On Friday night, Saturday. But morning. he's trying to hype up Shelton Benjamin because like Shelton Benjamin hasn't been on TV for a while. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, well, he just happens to be the guy who I'm gonna make an example out of, or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Then we had the much awaited Aiden English and Rusev Day thing, where you know. Last week, Aiden English alluded to this this tape of what happened in Milwaukee dun, 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 dun. between, you know, Lana and I don't know who else, right? So he plays this segment, and it's video of Rusev, not Rusev, of Aiden is in his hotel room, you know, practicing his song for the day, and then Lana knocks on the door, she comes in, he's like, oh, hold on, let me put a shirt on, she goes, no, 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 that won't be necessary. Um, I just want to say something quickly I don't have a lot of time so I gotta be quick but I want to say this I have to get this off my chest she goes I want you and you can tell there's more to the sentence but in English purposely cuts off the video there he just ends it there so that she just says I want you and apparently Rus has a dunderhead and he you know just thinks that's the end of it well in Bulgaria they don't have much tape <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's racist <laughs> it's not so, Are you Bulgarian? Yeah, actually, I yeah. am. Okay. <laughs> and now everyone in Bulgaria is gonna like spam us with like hate mail and whatnot. Or gonna be like, wait a minute, we got I'm a from Bulgarian Bulgaria. podcaster? That's crazy. Oh <laughs> Read it and weep. So then, Shut is like, the Bulgarian brute. So then, Rusev gets all angry. She's like, no. Oh, I love that in the ring. She goes, no, there's more. There's more. He goes, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> So she's clearly trying to tell him, no, there's more to that footage that you're not getting, and he doesn't want to hear it, so he chases after Aiden English, and that's pretty much where the angle ends for the night. He's chasing Aiden throughout the arena, and Lana wants to tell him the rest of it, he doesn't want to hear it, he's like, we'll, we won't discuss this here, blah, blah, blah. 
I, but I we all saw this becoming an infidelity angle. I was hoping it wouldn't, but it's all—it's always played though. It's so boring, in my opinion. I agree. Um, this went from being like, "Yeah, man, I got my Rusev Day shirt," to I don't even want to take it out of the plastic now. Like, this so, is the least creative thing that WWE could have done with these three. They could still play this angle in a different way if they want, right? If they show the sentence that it runs into something else, they like, could. But. I don't I I I feel like it's lost all its heat in my I agree. opinion because of that. Yeah, because of because, the way, because of the way they spun it, it just that um, the I, we didn't speak about this earlier, but the AJ Styles um, Samoa Joe feud. Uh, there's no heat in my opinion. Uh, I feel like that feud makes AJ look like a dummy. The story should have heat, but they're not doing anything with it. Like happening. Have it be like the opening segment and like AJ and like nothing happens on the show itself. Yeah. Kind of dumb in my opinion. This was the thousandth episode of SmackDown, correct? No. No. no that's, in, that's in a few weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we'll get to that. Um, so then, um, um, not to cut you off, <clears throat> Corey Graves' reaction. They, so they cut to the announced team after this like segment plays out in the ring. And you just see Corey Graves is like pulling <laughs> his collar <laughs> like, ooh, ooh. And it was just... Beautiful touch, because Corey Graves is fantastic. What, what did he say to um? I don't remember, but ba- but um. So Byron I remember Saxton. the I remember the joke, but I don't remember. Oh, I think it was about the Super Showdown being at five o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So at some point they mentioned like the Super Showdown being at five o'clock in the morning, and Byron yeah. Saxton says something, and and Corey Graves goes, "Don't worry, Brian. Uh, don't worry, um, Saxton. You'll have more time in your race car bed now." <laughs> and Saxton gives him this look of like pure disdain. And I was like... He's like, how did you know about my race car bed? <laughs> Unbelievable. It was the perfect reaction. It, 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 it was a perfect reaction from both of them because Saxton is staring a hole through Corey Graves. Yes. And Corey Graves has like this smirk, smirk on while staring right at the camera. Like, I was like, all right. Gotcha. Um, okay, so then moving on, the final match of the night was Shelton Benjamin versus Daniel Bryan. Two guys who are typically good in the ring put on a average... Match, I, it my, should have been I'm better. Opinion, below average, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it should have been better. For who these two guys are, what they both can do, should have been better. Wasn't great. Um, Daniel Bryan starts doing, like, the yes kicks, and the Miz gets upset as if he's taunting the Miz with his own moves because reasons. Weird. The Logic. Miz, because the Miz invented the yes kicks. They're actually the Miz kicks. Stop it. Relax, uh, Corey Graves. Um, so then the Miz jumps up on the apron. The Miz is on commentary, by the way. Sorry. Uh, the Miz is on commentary for the match. He jumps up on the apron. And um, so the Daniel Bryan knocks him off the apron. The Miz slides for about half an hour. It's, like, it's more like a velour track suit like I did in high school. It's like, you remember back <laughs> in the day when, uh, when The Rock was in his suit and he did the people's elbow and he slid in his dress shoes? Yeah. It was like that, but on his back. And so the bitch just slid for days. Slid yeah. from like the the apron to the commentary, like <laughs> to the, the table, table, but like the side of the table. Bro, I'm pretty sure he slid all the way to the concession stands up in like oh, Concourse A or something. He slid all the way to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> see you um, Saturday. Right, <laughs> see you Saturday. So then Daniel Bryan, after he does that, he gets distracted. He goes to the to Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin hits him with the pay dirt. One, two, three. Shelton Benjamin wins. Before uh, we get to the last segment, um, you stated earlier when we were watching SmackDown, it was just like, uh, Daniel Bryan went up for the uh, the diving headbutt. Oh, yeah. And Shelton Benjamin rolls out of the way. Mm-hmm. But, 
But Daniel Bryan jumps so far that he still ends up hitting him. Like the side of the head or something like that. Still hits the side of Shelton Benjamin's head. And then you're upset because he does the backflip. Uh, yeah, because then he does a, a spot, that spot where he runs to the turnbuckle, the turnbuckle and he, does, he climbs up it and does a backflip to avoid the, the opponent. And then that goes into a German suplex. And I'm just like, bro, you just came back. From being retired, quote unquote, because of your concussions. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing a diving headbutt? I thought it was neck stuff. Concussion stuff. All concussion stuff. Yeah, well, you're gonna get Page cleared is next stuff. Page is next stuff. Page is next stuff. Page had the same stuff that Edge had. Mm. But didn't Daniel Bryan hurt his neck and then he also had Yeah, but head the, stuff? the concerns with his career was all concussion, concussion stuff. Mm. If it was neck stuff, he wouldn't be wrestling because neck stuff can cause, like, if you do something to your neck when you have a bad injury, you die. Yeah, which is why Edge and Page have to retire. Right. That's why. I'm, uh, and the Miz is like, that's why he has to always retire because yeah. he's he's uh, careless in the ring and all this. He's like he's gonna retire and re-retire and re-retire and re-retire. And I hate to agree with the Miz in this instance. He's not wrong, dude. You why why would you do a diving headbutt? Because whether you make the spot work or not, it's still a dangerous move. Mm-hmm. And then after you do accidentally make contact with your head, why do the backflip in German suplex spot? Why? Call it on the fly. You can both do that. Both of you have enough in-ring experience to be like, yo, switch it. Don't do this. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Because then what? And We're going to find out he has another concussion that he's over. Like, that German suplex from Pin was a little sloppy too, right? That yeah. was another one, but yeah. 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 <clears throat> and I think that's part of it. Because mm-hmm. to do a proper German suplex bridge into a pin, right. you got to land them on their neck mm-hmm. and the back of their head. So if you already have a history of concussions and then you freaking knock heads earlier in the match... Probably not a good idea to, like, you know, to have, be in that position. So he's basically just on his back flat. Mm-hmm. And Benjamin can't do a bridge at all. So his shoulders he's are down. He's stuck to the straight. Knee. And it's like, so you're yeah. counting the pin, but you're terrible. both pinning each other. Yeah, they're both basically pinning each other. Exactly. Dumb. Exactly. Because Shelton can't get a proper bridge because you got to protect Daniel Bryan's neck and head. Anyway. Uh, SmackDown, there, the last segment on SmackDown was Becky Lynch coming mm-hmm. out. And unveiling the, the brand new poster, or what should be the brand new poster for the Super Showdown in mm. Australia. Uh, it was last week's picture of her standing over Charlotte after she attacked her. Mm-hmm. Um, holding the title up. Holding her belt her. in the air. Yeah. yeah. Now you told me earlier, like, yo, they're giving Charlotte the Roman Reigns treatment. Where they're trying to push her as this face, but we don't really care. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't see it that way yet. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't think it's to that level yet. But I think if you ask WWE who's supposed to be the face here, they'll tell you Charlotte. And my, she's getting yeah. booed out the building. Yeah, Charlotte should go back to being a heel because Agreed. her heel work was better. Agreed. And Becky Lynch's heel work is terrible because she's coming off as just a like, face to the fans. She's yeah. coming off as like an anti-hero. Yeah. Like a cool, like, a cool. tough chick. Yeah. You know? As opposed to like a bad person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they come out, Charlotte brawls, uh, brawls with Becky with a shirt that actually stood on her today. <laughs> like last time when the strap came yeah, off. Yeah, where her strap came off. Um, then she does her spot with a figure four on the apron. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why don't you just put her in the corner and do the figure four on the post like Bret Hart used to do? She's not Bret Hart. She's not Bret She's, she's a flare in the heart. But... Charlotte ends up standing tall at the end of the SmackDown. All in all, 
pretty lackluster SmackDown. It was a very meh kind of SmackDown. We were weak. Good Raw, bad SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I think I said that earlier before we went before we started recording. Where it was the first time in a long time I've ever I've said mm-hmm. Raw was better than SmackDown this week. But it well. was what it was. So that was Raw SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Let's get to some news, boys. Some. Uh, NXT news to some news, 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 to, uh, news, news alert. Um, Get your news here. Mia Yim makes her uh, NXT house debut. Yeah, I mean, we still don't know if that means she's going to be with NXT or if that's just a just a house show. Like, who villain. knows? They still haven't announced where she's going, but she made her house show debut on the NXT live circuit, and so cool. You know, that's interesting. Um, so there's a couple pieces of news here that are kind of all like intertwined with one another. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to some WWE news in terms of SmackDown 1000. <laughs> so SmackDown 1000 is slated for, I think, a few weeks from now? I think the mm-hmm. next um, it's week of the following close. week. Yeah. Two weeks, something like that? That's why I thought it was this week. Yeah. Because so, they announced over the weekend, I believe, the I got ninth. notification. The 9th is the... On the 9th. Yeah. So next, next week. week. Yep. Okay. So next week is SmackDown 1000. Usually, when WWE has these big trade, these big like you know, landmark episodes like Raw 1000, Raw 25, and blah blah blah, they usually bring out whoever as much star power as they can. Right. Especially star power that was on that show. Right. And so now this is that's an interesting. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because that's the interesting part of this. So Evolution has been announced for reunion at SmackDown 1000. So we're talking Ric Flair. Um, well. I seen it was Batista. Well, would you, I'm going down the line, buddy. Well, I didn't see Ric Flair included. In well, he's part of Evolution. Evolution. I know he is. All of Evolution. When I got the notification, Evolution. Okay. Because okay. the last time they did Evolution, the reunion for Evolution, when they were doing the Shield stuff, it was just, um, what do you call it? Uh, um, it was Triple H, Randy Orton, Triple H, and, Randy, um, and Batista. And then Rick showed up, and he was like passing the torch to the Shield. But he wasn't really part of it. I mean, there's no reason why they couldn't have all four of them. And all the promotional stuff, they've shown all four of them. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and assume it's all four of them. Okay. So it's going to be Ric Flair, Triple H, Randy Orton, and... Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer, who may not be Drax for long. Have you not heard what he said? He, he's like done, done. He, he he wants nothing to do without... He said if um, they don't bring back James Gunn, he's done. He's out. He he want nothing to do with Bars. them. They won't stamp time their people. Yeah. Um, so, this is big for a few reasons. Batista has been saying for a long time that he wants to come back, but he wants to come back in a program with Triple H, and he wants you know he wants to come back as a full timer, like the huh. whole thing. But they haven't come up with an agreement with WWE. WWE. Um, and then there was a Twitter exchange where someone asked him, "Hey, are you going to be at SmackDown 1000?" He said, "Oh, I wasn't even invited." And then, like two weeks later, boom, we get announced. this news. Uh, <clears throat> not to cut you off, but Batista was a real big part of SmackDown and mm-hmm. keeping that brand like. Because when um, John relevant. Cena, yeah, mm-hmm. when John Cena got moved to Raw, he held that brand down. He is the face of that brand to me because that was my time of. Which is ironic because up. he didn't want to be on there, which will led to him fighting with Booker T backstage. Yeah, I mean... Uh, was that later? Because I know he got hurt with the whole... I'm not sure when in the timeline that is, but I just remember that that's the story, is that he was talking smack about being on SmackDown. Because yeah. it was like the big and, show. Yeah, and Booker... Because it was getting pretty much and felt Booker like being a Booker, Booker T show. was like, yo, you're not doing that. You're mm-hmm. not doing that here. And they got to a fight over backstage. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's cool, but 
to to what you were alluding to earlier, Jeremy. Evolution is a faction, a stable that never, never was on SmackDown. Smackdown. Yep. Never. They're a raw faction. They're a raw mm-hmm. stable. Have they all been on SmackDown at some point? Yeah, sure. I don't think um, Ric Flair was on SmackDown at, at some point. But I know Randy I'm sure had, when they were like... Crossing yeah, brands, they yeah, probably they were, did. I mean, he's been on just for the sake of being on. Well, I'm talking about like, wrestling. Like wrestling, I don't think he ever wrestled on SmackDown. I think when they were doing the cross brand stuff. To, had to at least once. Somewhere between twenty. When did he retire? Twenty twelve, twenty fourteen. No, I don't think it was but, that long. I mean, but it's it's interesting because we're gonna. I mean, this is a big reunion that a lot of fans want to see, mm-hmm. and I'm interested in seeing it. But the contest is a little weird because again, they're a raw thing. But whatever, if it gets Batista back in the door for a bit, I'm cool with it. Yeah. See what they do with it. I them. mean, I mean, guys, <clears throat> I don't really want to, you know, really go into SmackDown one thousand right right now, but. People that they need for SmackDown 1000 easily: uh, The Rock, Chris Jericho, Edge. So Chris Jericho, I think, is a little iffy. Mm-hmm. The Rock is The Rock show. The show mm-hmm. was named after Smackdown. one of his mm-hmm. catchphrases, so The Rock makes sense. Not going to be there. Jericho, because he's Jericho, I think should be there, but he has no real ties to SmackDown. Like he's not synonymous with SmackDown. So I understand that, but but Edge, Rami Stadio needs to be there. Um, Kurt Angle needs to be there. Obviously, you can't have, you know, um, vacant or Eddie Guerrero. Wow. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying it's. Are we bring caskets out? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm saying clearly we can't have those two guys. Vicky Guerrero. Well, Vicky Guerrero. Vicky. Vicky should be on there. Teddy Long should be on there. Holla holla holla. Holla holla holla. Teddy Teddy Long better be on there. Um, Is this going to be a longer episode as well? I have no idea. It's not. It's probably going to be two hours still. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But yeah, we will once we get more information about SmackDown 1000, you'll have more information about SmackDown 1000. So, moving on, I think it was a week or two ago we mentioned that Matt Hardy had essentially said his retirement from in-ring competition, hmm. but he's not retiring from business. So WWE has announced that they want to add a whole bunch of new programming to their slot of of, you know, what they have on WWE Network. One of those things being a sitcom that features the Hardys, their home, and their broken slash Rogan universe characters. So you'll have Broken Matt, Hardy with that. you know, Brother Nero, yes. King Maxwell, Senior Benjamin, the whole thing. The Morrow of Lawns. The Morrow of Lawns. It's all going to be in there. It's going to be a sitcom based in that universe. Golden. Say again? Golden. So exactly. I think it might be pure gold. Um, that also ties into something else where... Apparently, WWE has been looking to restructure how they do the WWE Network and their pay. So apparently, they're going to do away with one pay, you get everything. It's going to be tiered. So Mm. one price gets you... The pay-per-views. No, one price gets you, um, like, back catalog stuff and, like, their programming, like their sitcoms and their, you know, their documentaries, etc. But no pay-per-views, no NXT. The second tier gets you all their programming, all their programming, and pay-per-views with no NXT or NXT with no pay-per-views. And then the third tier is where you get everything. Everything. And on top of that, apparently they now officially own tape, video licenses, and libraries from Progress, ICW, Evolve, and other British promotions that they've been working with to tie into their NXT UK. 
So once they finish mapping out their new pay system and all that stuff, we're going to be able to go back and watch old, like, indie stuff from the UK. Which means we get to see some really awesome old Tyler Bate matches, some old, you know, all that stuff in Progress Evil. We'll get to see, what, you know, Will Ospreay and WWE Network. How insane is that? Um, now, that all sounds wonderful, but how much do you think they're going to run for this stuff? Because they've been, they were having issues with the cost of the network when they launched the network. I think and it the was based on what it's going to be 10. And it's going to go off from there. I think it's going to be 10, 15, 30, or 10, 20, 30, something like that. I'm not, I don't, I don't want to pay $30 yeah, for $30. that. Unless they're including SmackDown and Raw and those network things, because right now I'm playing $30 to Sling just to watch Raw and SmackDown, essentially. Fair, but think about this, right? You're paying, we're paying $10 right now for a WWE network as it is. Right. right? Mm-hmm. You add in all that other content from all the other promotions, I mean, that's worth something. Not worth $20, in my but opinion. You're stripping us of I'm not saying pay-per-views and such like that, which is what you, you, you know, they promoted the network with that. But let's that be in real mind. here. The value that we're getting for 10 bucks is insane. Sure. It's, un- it's, re- it's really nuts. Like, all these promotions do not, like, for what WWE's offering, mm-hmm. and the price don't match. But, to be fair... You've been getting away with murder for however long this to, the network's been running. But, to be fair, outside of NXT and the Mae Young Classic and, well, and a few other pay-per-views, you know, the pay-per-views and whatever else, random things they threw out in the middle of the week every once in a while, mm-hmm. how many other times do we open the network at? Us individually? Maybe not much, but... They still do good numbers on their documentaries. They're 365s, they're 24s. They only have one 365 right now, though. That's the problem. But I'm saying that, like, all these documentaries and, like, the, the collections... I mean, you yourself randomly will go on to watch, like, a Sunday Night Heat and stuff like that. Like, but that's what I'm saying, though. It's all part of the deal. But I don't have the time to do that every week. And I'm, I do, but the question sure. is, do I yeah, want to spend obviously. $20 or more but every the, week the, for that? The difference is, they're not talking about just you. You know, they're talking about... Uh, the uh, millions uh, of subscribers that but they have. millions of subscribers that they have. That's uh, fair, but, I mean, we're pretty far into it, I would say. I mean, Deep into it. The, the, the network aired, what, WrestleMania 30? That was, like, the first, like, network pay-per-view that you got. The okay. f- first free one. So, how long ago was that? Five years. Five years ago, it's been $10. Mm. It makes sense that they raise their price. Eventually, the price would go up. Um, I and said they're adding more content. The content I don't really care for um, because I don't really go back and watch old. Unless I'm like feeling super nostalgic, I don't really go back and watch old matches. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like I do. I think the new stuff they should at least they should get leave us what we have now, and then. Add the new stuff in the newer tiers going forward, or something like that. So you're talking about trying to get grandfathered in? Not necessarily that, but uh, just as a, as a service, they shouldn't strip us of what we have now to introduce something else. They, you know. Then how else can they do that? What do you mean? How can they implement these price tiers without doing that? They have like each tier means something. So how do you introduce that if they don't mean anything? Mm-hmm. You can't be like, I mean, oh, they this will mean something because if, if you're interested in watching these, you know, foreign paper, these foreign, um, these foreign, uh, you know, promotions and such, and all their backlog, or even just regular backlog. Say they put the backlog in the higher tiers. Bro, and they're talking to Impact. If they get Impact stuff as well, if they get Impact stuff, then I'm telling you right now that is definitely worth thirty dollars. So I'm like, the WWE is always working to add more stuff to the library. 
honestly, I mean, I'm, again, I could be wrong about but the pricing. All their but if, if this becomes $30 for all of the content that's already on there, plus all of the stuff from the UK, I find that hard to complain about, me personally. And then you're getting into territories like, what was it, $60 a pay-per-view per month? Mm-hmm. If, if without the network, we're not doing this podcast right now because we're not spending sixty dollars right. a month, right? Twice a month for right. pay per views, right? It's just it's 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 it, it's too much money, right? So, so think of it that way, right? So sixty dollars for one pay per view mm-hmm. versus thirty dollars for like uh, two of them, two pay per views and all this other extra stuff. But I would See, rather I, have two right now, like we're we're, li- we're living in a in a subscription world. You know, every streaming service has their prices and. You know, uh, Hulu has you can pay for uh, HBO and this or mm-hmm. that, and like, or um, like no commercials. Oh, that's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, the lower tiers will come with commercials, and the higher tier will come with no commercials. God, uh, commercials don't really bother me. I mean, I have Hulu without commercials because I like watching anime without commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, but give her thirty dollars isn't is it's not bad. It's not. But if they had it. 10, 15, 25, 10, 15, 20, Ooh. fine. Like, Again, I'm not, I'm, I could be wrong. No, with absolutely. It's just, this sure. all just like, I mean, this is all speculation at this point. But I, if I'm not mistaken, I did. I, I saw it somewhere, but mm-hmm. I think it might be like, I know the base level is probably 10 if I'm not mistaken. I'm just so hoping like they're not, they don't make it anything higher than I mean, $25. If you look at New Japan World or Ring of Honor's Honor Club, stuff like that, you're mm-hmm. going to pay $20, $25 a month and mm-hmm. then you don't, you don't get the pay-per-views for free. Well, with New Japan, it's one thing because it's well, you, you know, get it's the pay-per-view from... after the fact, right? Like, <coughs> I think New Japan World is after the fact. Ren Ring of Honor would upload it like later on after the fact, but like live pay-per-views, yeah. WWE gives you for free. And so if you're subscribed, fair. you get it for free. That's fair. Ring of Honor, you can have Honor Club for however long you want, but every pay-per-view that comes out, you got to pay for it. Well, also Ring of Honor doesn't have the revenue that WWE has, but, uh, so they can't afford to do that, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, I don't want to spend too much time we spend closing on this because we have yes. a lot more news to go. That's fair. We have a lot more news and a prediction video. Uh, a prediction podcast. Exactly. Um, so, um, let's keep going. Kofi Kingston now officially holds the most days as the tag team champion, surpassing Billy Gunn with 954 days, which are combined reigns in all of his different, different tag team partners, partners at different times. So, congratulations on Kofi Kingston. Pretty cool. Yeah, cool. that, that, yeah, it's a it's a big monument, but you know, yeah. it's a tag team title. It's not yeah. an IC or a, a WWE championship. First round of the May Young Classic wraps Officially up. wraps up, and we have uh, Nicole Matthews, wrestler from the May Young Classic, banned from the U.S. for five years. Yes, so I think this is an issue where um, wrestlers who are coming in and out of U.S. or Canada, if there's an issue with their visa and they try and come back in too early. Mm. It's an official five-year ban. Right. So I think that's what happened. I think she was in Canada, was tried it. to come in, yeah. um, and, and then she was an issue with her visa, and then tried to come back in again too soon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, no, you're good. Five-year ban, get out. Supposedly, it's very common, especially with wrestlers in Canada. Right. Um, I was looking into it because it intrigued me. Um, you know, uh, They already filmed everything for Mayon Classic. Yeah, she's, so. I mean, she just won. She just had her first-round match. The one that aired this past week, right. um, and she won that match. Oh yeah, the the man class is all pre-record. All the right. matches are done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. they're right. showing rounds now. Right. Um, it would just suck if she was going to get a big push, and now, well, she's well, not. Whatever. Um, moving on to some non WWE news. It's actually going to turn into some WWE news. Either way, big huge indie name Joey Janela uh, was 
in a match in a, or an indie show against I forget who, um, and he did like a, a moonsault thing, and he landed awkwardly and tore up all kinds of you know ligaments, ligaments and stuff in his knees. He's gonna be out for ten months. Yeah. Huge loss um, for him more than anything. With these indie wrestlers, you lose time on the circuit. That's you, money out your that's pocket. That's money out man. of your pocket, and that's people whose names that you're not. It's names that you're. It's ears that you're not in. Mm. You know, so it's it's rough. I'm sure Joey Janela will be. You know, he'll make his way back up. Mm-hmm. Um, he still has his Joey Janela spring break every year, so I'm sure he'll be fine. But it's you know it's unfortunate to see that a wrestler, any wrestler anywhere, would you know suffer an injury to be out for ten months. It's, mm. it's a pretty big deal. Um, continuing on with the injury train. Tenille Dashwood, formerly Emma from WWE, now with Ring of Honor, is to undergo surgery for a shoulder injury. Uh, she was recently in the title picture for the Ring of Women of Honor Championship, but unfortunately suffered an injury, so she is out of the door, unfortunately. She had a match over the weekend with, um, yeah. uh, I'm blanking on names all night long today. Um, I Sumi Sakai? That was her name? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, who's pretty much like just owning the women's division right now? Yeah. So <clears throat> she's done and over with. Uh, Cody versus uh, Nick Aldis. Their rematch is supposed to be a two out of three falls match. Yes, it is. 10 pounds of gold. Yep. Um, we'll get back to Cody later. Neville, after weeks of not responding to any promoters about booking, finally randomly showed up this past in the last 24 hours in Dragon Gate in Japan. Dragon Gate's a promotion in Japan that pretty much features um, cruiserweights mm. and flippy guys. They have a U.S. extension branch. Um, Ricochet had previously performed for Dragon Gate in the States as well as other competitors. So it's interesting to see if Neville's just going to do exclusively Dragon Gate stuff in Japan, if he's going to do Dragon Gate in USA, or if he's going to do other promotions as an indie wrestler throughout. So good to see Neville back out working again mm-hmm. after you know so long. <clears throat> this year's Death Before Dishonor 15 or 16, sorry, just happened a few days ago. Um, no real title changes. However, Punishment Martinez, who retained his title against Chris Sabin uh, on the first night of Death Before Dishonor, the following night they did tapings for their TV. And at those tapings, spoiler alert for those of you who are wanting to, want to wait to watch those tapings. Punishment Martinez drops his title to Jeff Cobb, who we mentioned recently won Bola over at PWG. All signs indicate and reports have it that Punishment Martinez dropped the title to finish up his commitments with Ring of Honor as he has now signed to NXT. I'm not crazy about it because Punishment Martinez reminds me a lot of Baron Corbin, Mm. and I don't need another Baron Corbin in my life. One is more than enough. Um, You can get a substitute teacher and a um, full-time teacher. But you know what? Congratulations to Punishment Martinez for getting that paycheck. See what he does from here. Congratulations to Jeff Cobb for being the new television champion over at Ring of Honor. Uh, Yesterday or two days ago, depending on where we are in terms of when you're listening to this, New Japan's Fighting Spirit Unleashed over in California took place. We had um, Marty Scrow defeat Will Ospreay, so he will not face Kushida. Uh, King of Pro Wrestling, which is on Monday the 8th. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Girls of Destiny, Tama Tonga Tonga Loa, defeat the Young Bucks to take the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Cody, in a surprise, 
defeats Juice Robinson to become the United States champion over in uh, New Japan, the IWGP US champion. I, I want to get on this one real quick. Go ahead. Um, on Facebook, we have uh, Jason, who asked a question last week, actually um, messaged me, uh, privately messaged me, and, and he goes, don't be surprised if Cody beats Juice Robinson for the US championship. Hmm. And I said... Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. They're pushing Juice. Why would they put the title on Cody? And Cody just won the, the he won NWA, NWA World Championship. Yeah. So I was like, it doesn't make any sense. Jason? Jason you're, was you're right. right. <laughs> Jason was right. So yeah, Cody defeats Juice Robinson. Um, I kind of feel for Juice because Juice is on the up. But I mean, I guess when you're hot, you're hot. Yeah. And so now Cody is both the NWA World's Champion and he is now the... IWGP United States Champion, and he's looking to collect more gold, but we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, finally, the last match, after the last match, uh, it was kind of a... Kenny Omega challenged Kota Ibushi. So a tradition in New Japan mm-hmm. is that the champion challenges the challenger versus the other way around like we do here in the States. Mm-hmm. So Kenny challenged Kota Ibushi for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship at King of Pro Wrestling. And then Cody Rhodes came out. Cody. Cody, I'm sorry. Cody. Trademark, copyright. Why is he dropping the Rhodes thing? Because, because WWE, WWE owns Rhodes. Really? Well, WWE owns Cody Rhodes. So when he signed... So he can go as the Rhodes. Or no, 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 no. no. He can't go he, Rhodes. He, he can't have, have Rhodes in his thing at all? No. So, like I said, when he signed with WWE, that he was in his contract. Him. Damn. And he wasn't paying attention, was blind to it, did he keep like, yeah, whatever. He was also young and had no um, legs to stand over on. 10 years right. ago. Right. So when Brandy mm-hmm. started doing her own thing, she made sure that, that didn't happen to her. So Brandy can use go and use Rhodes. So she can go wherever she wants and she's Brandy Rhodes. Mm-hmm. But he has to be Cody. And the commentary, the, the commentary team mentioned him as Cody. They call him Rhodes all the time. Okay. But they're not supposed to. They gotcha. can, but then again, you can't really sue someone for someone's slip up. Okay. But officially, on he is just televised or Cody. on televised programming, he, he not be allowed to be billed or announced or as Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. So if it's a show that no one's going to watch, they can call him Cody Rhodes all they want. Hmm. But if it's going to be on TV, if it's going to be recorded on pay-per-view, whatever, they can, they can only be Cody. Gotcha. Cody, 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 Cody. And then the announcers can call him Cody Rhodes all day. Hmm. Which they shouldn't, though. Because if they do it too much, then it can be an issue. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, Cody decides he wants you know two gold isn't enough. He wants three. So he so it's official at the King of Pro Wrestling. It's going to be a triple threat match. It's going to be Cody Rhodes, Cody, excuse me, versus Kenny Omega versus Cody Ibushi, Koda Ibushi. Cody Ibushi. Now my thought is this is just so that they can save Kenny and Koda for Wrestle Kingdom. Okay, it doesn't make any sense because um, if. My or not for Wrestle Kingdom, are, maybe for a power struggle, maybe. Yeah, I was like, if my suspicions are going to be true, Kenny's holding the belt to Wrestle Kingdom, and um, Takahashi's supposed to... Right? Tanahashi. Tanahashi. Takahashi's hurt. Yeah. Um, Tanahashi's supposed to fight um, for the belt. That's if he still has it, but we'll get to that also. Um, so, leading into the next thing, earlier today... On YouTube, on uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's official YouTube channel, Naito and the rest of LIJ released a video uh, saying that they're going to unveil a new pareja at King of Pro Wrestling next week. Now, pareja in Spanish can mean pair, couple, or partner. Now, 
New Japan has officially announced and unveiled their lineup, their card for mm-hmm. pro wrestling, and they are featured in a match versus Chaos. So it'd be Okada, Yano, Ho, uh, Yo, and Sho versus Naito, Sonata, Bushi, and TBA. Oh, it was okay. It wasn't evil. Right, no, you would expect it to be Evil. Yeah. But no, Evil's going to be in a match. Will Ospreay. Yeah, Evil's going up against Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr., yes. yes, yes that's yes, going to yes. be a good one. So, that's what we'll see TBA. That means we're getting a new member of LIJ. Who is it going to be? Who knows? Can't wait to find out. Um, so, that's going to segue us into the King of Pro Wrestling uh, card that's finally been announced. We have a bunch of tag matches, as New Japan loves to do, where we have Suzuki Goon versus Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask. For the IWGP ta- uh, Junior Heavyweight Tag Championships, we have uh, Makabe and Tomoaka Hanma. I always get his name messed up. Versus Tsuguchi Japan in a tag match. Bullet Club Elite, made up of Matt, Nick, Jackson, Hangman Page, and Chase Owens versus Bullet Club OG, Battle of Fale, Tamatanga, Tongaloa, and Taiji Shimori. In an eight man tag match, Chaos versus Suzuki Gun. So we got Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroki Goto, and Will Ospreay versus. Uh, Suzuki, Taichi, and uh, Takashi. Then we have the Chaos versus LIJ match that I previously mentioned. Evil versus Zack Sabre Jr., which Jeremy alluded to earlier. Then we have the uh, championships for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship of uh, Kushida versus Marty Skrull. Then we have Tanahashi putting up his New Japan Wrestle Kingdom Tokyo Dome IWGP Heavyweight Championship uh, title match up for grabs against Switchblade Jay White. So that's interesting because if Jay White wins that, then we'll have him versus Omega theoretically at Wrestle Kingdom. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then, as mentioned earlier, Kenny, Coda, Cody for the uh, IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So looks like it's going to be an interesting card. Um, per usual, the first half is going to be mm-hmm. just fun silly nonsense and then the second half is going to be some 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 good wrestling so we'll see what happens next monday i mean this weekend we have a lot this next couple of days we have a, a lot of wrestling to yes, be filled and um <laughs> clear them schedule boys because it, it's going to be a lot and mm-hmm. i mean now we go on to our favorite time of the year our t- favorite time of the month predictions or two weeks or seven yeah. days or eight days or whatever every 24 every ten, hours every, every 24 ten. hours we're, we're doing our predictions video for the super showdown in Melbourne Australia now we're going to be going down the list that we have on Wikipedia these matches are not in the particular order obviously because Triple H and The Undertaker are the main event but they are slated number one in the spot so I ask ye William, you got trips. You got the dead man. Who I have, have I have Taker because they have to give Sean incentive for the tag team match that we're gonna get at Crown Jewel. So I'm thinking Kane interferes, Taker wins, and then that's when we get the tag match between DX and the Buzz of Destruction for the Crown Jewel. Maddie Bizzle, <clears throat> I'm going for. I'm going for. My homeboys, of course. The boys in DX. Triple okay. H and Shawn Michaels. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if Taker's got the upper hand or something. Kane's on the outside of the ring. Shawn does a super kick. 
Okay. Jeremy. Something like that. Shadiz. Shady Shades. Okay, so I have... I, I was speaking to Amanda yesterday about this, and I said Undertaker's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this was going to be his last match. Mm-hmm. Ever? Yeah, I think this is. I think this was going to be his last match. It's mm. not, you know, confirmed. Yeah, it's it's just stone. my it's own, just what you call thing. it. Um, Speaking of names that have to be on SmackDown, though. Taker. Yeah. Taker. You can go either way with this. You can have Taker beat Triple H, and then Sean gets upset. Or you can have... Triple H beat The Undertaker from Sean Sweet Chin Music and The Undertaker's like hey you didn't win unless your boy helped you out yeah either way yeah. I gotta take a winner okay I gotta, I, I gotta take a winner so you're changing your mind from when we were talking earlier yep okay. absolutely cool. um, second match I'm going Cena and Lashley to me that's like my lock of the night Cena Lashley versus Elias and uh, KO I'm of going course Cena, Lashley. Superman come on uh, we got a uh, big match, John, in a small match in a, in a big pay per view. I mean, it's a it's a you know overseas big house show, blah blah blah, wah wah woo. Can't see me. It's gonna be a squash match. Man. I don't know it's gonna be a squash nah, match, nah, but I think we'll get five Cena. moves of doom on Elias. Six moves of doom. He's got a sixth. Move He's unveiling, on. isn't he? Mm, I don't know. I think we're definitely gonna see like a, a partner up where like Lashley is gonna. Leo like Rush the, is gonna win. There we go. Lash is going to do like a, a stalling suplex or something, and then Cena's going to go right into his moveset. Or it's going to be like, they're both going to be in the ring for the three count. Sure. I can see that. Whatever. Um, I guess one of the matches that have the most on the line, Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, for a number one, for a number one contendership for the WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Matt, who you got? I think Daniel Bryan's going to take this one. Okay. Looking down the line, so this match is clearly not going to be a crown jewel because that is already set to be, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh wait, no, they didn't set a match for crown jewel yet. They did so, not. oh no, girlfriend. Huh. Who knows? I mean, uh, it could be the match for crown jewel. That would probably make the most sense, right? I don't know, bro. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be. I, I just think he's gonna go over. Okay, fair enough, yeah. Jeremy. Um, I had the miss. Hey, screw it. I still have the miss. He's not a bad pick. Right. I'm pretty confident it's going to be the miss. Yeah. I mean, I've said this on the show before. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the miss. He probably take, should win. And then Miz but. will take it off of either AJ or Samoa Joe. And then Daniel Bryan will take it off of Miz at WrestleMania. And I have the miss for sure. I don't know. That's how I see it going down. I don't know. I don't see the miss taking the title off of uh, AJ. Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania versus the Miz Championship. Bro, I mean, I'm it sorry. It writes itself. Exactly. This is ABC stuff, in my opinion. Sure. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, we got the Shield versus... They're not the Dogs of War anymore. It's just Braun, Dolph, and Drew. Um, I think... What do you think? What are you thinking? What are you thinking, Lincoln? Are you going to have Roman lose two two events in a row? My, my don't think so. I think the Shield goes over. But I think you have Dean Ambrose heel turn. I'm going to go Shield going over. No heel turn. Biddles? Biddles. 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 Bittleman. I don't know. I, just, I'm, I don't like this whole thing that they have going on. Like the whole angle. Dumb. So I care less. Um, so I'm just going to pull for the Shield. But I do think if we don't see a heel turn from Dean, the seeds are going to be, you know, planted a bit more deeply at the show. Uh, this is probably the gimme of the ma- the night. This is the lock of the night. The Bell Twins and Ronda Rousey versus the Riot Squad. I got the Bells and Ronda Rousey going to go over. 
Easy. Because duh. Easy peasy, lemon yep. squeezy. Because duh. Is that a clean sweep for everyone? Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Easy, easy. Okay, AJ Styles versus Mojo, WWE Championship on the line. No countouts, no disqualifications. For the love of Wendy Styles. My brain. For the love of Wendy Styles? Yes. My brain says Joe. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going against AJ. That's right. My heart says AJ Styles, and I will never go against him. That's yeah. it. Then third sweep of the night. That's our You want AJ too? Yeah. Oh, we we're about to get L's. We're going to eat them L's. <laughs> <laughs> All three of us going to eat them L's. Well, we, have, we have a cruiserweight sighting. It's got to be it. It's got to be Buddy Murphy. I said this a long time ago that Buddy Murphy was going to be cruiserweight you champion. You did? You did say that. And I will not go against it. My man, Buddy Murphy. It's got to be Buddy Murphy. Cedric's had it for, since WrestleMania. I mean, it hasn't really done much. Yeah. It's kind of just It's got to be Buddy. Oh, we got a three P here? Three sweeps in a row? Three sweeps in a row. Four oh, sweeps wow. in a row. No, well, three sweeps in a row, four no, sweeps right, for the night. No, he's right, it's four in a row. Oh, Shield, Not Shield, four in a row, Bellas, but. AJ, oh. and Cedric. So oh, that's five. That's four. What are you talking about, John Cena and Bobby Lashley. That's not in a row. I know, but I'm saying for the night. We're saying in a row. We said rows. Okay? We did say row, but I'm, I was thinking for the night. So then New oh, Day. Okay. New Day versus D-Bar for tag titles. Um, I don't care for this match. Bury the bar. Give me a New Day. You know what's messed up? It's going to be a good match. It is. It's, it's going to be a good match. They have, good, they have good, great chemistry. I don't care. Yeah, I have the bar going over. You got the bar? Yeah. Matt, who you got? Um, I got the New Day, of course. All right. Yeah. So then I'll split the difference. Uh, You're just going to go for Francesca and um, Shades. Ty goes to the champ. I'll call him today. You got New Day. Yeah, why not? All right. Just because. Okay, we got Asuka and Naomi versus the Iconics. Iconics are in their hometown. Oh, but... Australia. Oh, in home country. Home, home Australia. Country. Now, typically Boy. Vince likes to have the homiers Boy, lose. So that theory would have the Iconics lose. Oh. But Jeremy, you did say this is like a... It's not a, U.S. or Canada. This is like a big out there international thing. It's their first thing in Australia, right? But they're heels. So I don't know. It could go either way. Either one. Gentlemen, who do you got? I have uh, Billy Kane, Peyton Royce. You got the Iconics. And I have Peyton Royce pinning Naomi. Hmm. Oh, Asuka's not eating that pen. No, absolutely not. Okay, who you got? Um, I actually really like the Asuka name team up. So right you gonna now. go with them? I'm gonna go with them. I want to see them, you know, roll into um with fire into into evolution if they keep doing stuff, and if they do unveil the tag titles, I think it would be a nice. I, I don't think they're unveiling tag titles. They have there's no mention of them, and evolution is I'm three weeks out. But you know away. they do like to um. They could Drop spend the next three weeks of setting up the. They could show the, the tag tournament. They could announce the tag tournament uh, during Raw SmackDown, SmackDown One Thousand. Yeah. Could do that. Yeah, they can announce that SmackDown One Thousand and then go from there. Yep, could do that. Um, I honestly, I don't know. I'm split. I can't decide one way or the other. It's not iconic for you. There's too many factors. They're homers, but they're heels. But it's Oscar. Who do you think are the better competitors? That's not. That's without a doubt. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. to do with that. And do the opposite thing. We're talking WWE here. I'm trying to think. What WWE do you want to see? Do they want to see heels getting cheered in their hometown, or do they want to see faces being booed or being cheered because their faces? You are going down a rabbit hole right now. I am. Don't do that. I'll get you a line. From I'm gonna Vince. go Oscar. Just go to Stanford over the I'm gonna weekend. go Oscar pinning Billy Kay. Oscar versus uh, pinning Billy Kay, not submitting her. Yeah, sure. Same thing. Well, because they they could do the the Naomi and Oscar double kick thing that they did the other night. Oh yeah, I hate that thing. <laughs> um, 
Last match of the night. Becky, 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 Becky. I think there's another another sweep. I'm going Becky Lynch. Becky. You're... You can't take this title off of her yet. No. And not on her first defense. You can't do that. And Don't I pull think, the Sasha on her. I think she's doing you know good stuff with her. Keep it on her. Right keep yeah. it moving. Yeah, all right. So uh, that's Is that really it. Th- that's that's it. We oof, we our, flew we, we flew through that. Bed yeah. through this like it was nobody's business. Like okay. we're on a flight to going to Australia right now or something. Surprise, guys! We're going to Australia. Not no, really. we not. I'm going to New York Comic Con this weekend. Oh, I'd love to go to Australia. I'd love to go to Australia just to go to Australia right? for an event. Australia? Oh, you want to fight like, some kangaroos? I, I hear they're like snakes and scorpions are huge though. Everything's gonna I, kill I, everything. Like kills yeah, like, I'm already dying, and you know. That's the another way to make it. Imagine they get off the plane and they're just gonna jump out of the plane and like eat them. A kangaroo's just gonna punch me in the face. Yo, if a kangaroo ever punches you in the face, I'm gonna laugh. Really <laughs> you, also, you also may get your jaw broken. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll laugh. I'll take, I'm gonna book it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Can I sue the kangaroo? No, for yeah, you what? Can try. I'll, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> so that was um, you know, that was our raw recap, our SmackDown recap, our predictions video. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up our episode for the week. We normally like doing a topic of conversation, but considering that this is a long episode with a lot packed in, we figured we're going to save that one for the next episode. Um, And again, please submit your questions on any of the social media platforms, and we'll definitely answer that here on the show. But that's going to wrap it up for uh, for this episode. As usual, I've been your host, Will The Thrill, with... I have been gorgeous. And... The one, the only, the magnificent, the Maddie Bizzle. Double Z double E. As always, you can catch us right here on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Two Apples. It's Grapples the number two apples. Two apples. On Apple Podcasts and on Google Play Music. You can always find us on Facebook.com slash Grapples Two Apples. Again, that's Grapples the letter two apples. The number two. The number two. Actually. I said letter because I need sleep. Um, also you can find us on Twitter, same thing, grapples two apples. So ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next week, or we'll catch you in a couple days actually, because we got to give you the uh, recap from Super Showdown. So we'll catch you guys in a few days. Later. Peace and love. Woo!